go. Welcome back to the Pantless Podcast. Here's your host, Austin Travis. Take it away, guys. Bam. Even so we, more we did professional that. than last week. Wow, that happened. Only that if the audio is messed up. Could make we won't know. We won't, we won't really know. Because I'm telling you, it was a little sketch on my end. But I'm over here, and you're over there where all the magic's happening. So I, I, have, a feeling, I have a feeling we're good. I might have I, this pro, new program better work because I had to pay for it. Oh snap! It better work. So that's the only reason I'm using it tonight because I did pay for it. Okay. So how's it? How's uh? What's how's life on your end? Man, life is fantastic. I've got some weirdness going on in the audio world. I've, I'm getting some uh stuff crust pizza. Why am I just uh, now hearing about this audio world thing? Because I know the intro song was a little weird, but. Everything else going on? Everything else? Everything else everything else is gravy, sir. Okay. Speaking How's of your gravy. Life? Yeah. Let's let's talk about some gravy. I haven't had any gravy. I've had a ton Idiot. of bacon this week. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Had BLTs for dinner tonight? Yeah. Did bacon cheeseburgers the night before like two nights before? Like on like Wednesday, I think we did bacon cheeseburgers. Or was uh-huh. that last night? No, last night. I didn't have anything. And I think Monday we did, um, wife made egg in a hole, and I fried up some bacon to go off. We did like a breakfast. Hmm. So, it's been a good week. Sounds like it. Sounds like it's been a decent. Pretty good one. Bacon's pretty bussin', so. I mean. Hey, daughter, do kids still say bussin'? She doesn't know. Yeah. Is she even a kid still? She's grown up, isn't she? Basically. She's almost 11, so that's basically like... Right. Yeah, grown 50. up. That's like 50. Oh, you're almost 12? Oh, she's almost 12. But when I was her age, I was 13. Oh. <laughs> I say that to my son all the time. He gives me that same... <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, exactly, because you're not that age yet. You been eating anything good in the neighborhood? Not really. No. Not really. No. Not really. Other than my my pizza, um, I was kind of down and out for the count on Wednesday and Thursday. I didn't really eat much of anything. So, uh, not really. What about you? I'm gonna live vicariously through you. Well, I just told you my whole bacon. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. That's you you add bacon to something, right? Like you. We had bacon and eggs Monday. Yeah. We had bacon cheeseburgers Wednesday. We had BLTs tonight. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um. Shifting from that, I started playing a new game this week that I'm thoroughly enjoying. Talk to me, talk to me. It's a new game on Steam called Dredge. It is... It's almost a... It's kind of like a horror suspense fishing game. Like a survival fishing game kind of thing. 
okay. It's, it's that like almost a, sounds like real life back in the day. Like, almost, but fish to eat live. But it, it's a top down. It was it's kind of like an above the boat, like cell shaded style game, and you're you're a you're a fisherman in and there's all these islands that you have to go to. And you have to like upgrade your boat, and if you're out at night, there are monsters that will actually kill you. Dead. Completely dead. Like I've yet to die in the game, but I've been wrecked a couple times by some of the monsters. And like you, you just have to try to make a living. And there's like a there's a storyline to it. It's a really good game. Sounds crazy. But you lived. That's really all that matters. Yeah, I mean, I've I've still been playing it. Um, super good. Have you been recording it? So the rest I have of- not. No, it's not one that I've been really in the mood to record. I I might jump on Twitch one day this week this weekend, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start over or anything. But I might so uh play it live one night. I've been meaning to, but just I haven't been feeling it. Been going to bed early every week, every day this week. So, just haven't been doing it. Uh, have you uh, done anything with the Typhlosion? Typhlosion? I brought in my Dark Firefish and did not succeed in a solo. I tried a solo, but it Typhlosion has Earthquake, and my fish was built to go against special attacks, regular attacks. I thought he was a special attacker, though. Yeah, but the moves that he was hitting with with was uh, Eruption and Earthquake. And so it was kind of surprising. It was kind of surprising. Caught me off guard. I still might be able to solo it with the fish using a a different strategy. But... uh, I, I was not success- I was not su- successful. I wonder if I wonder how good Gyarados would be against him. A crunch Gyarados. Yeah. Well, earthquake would be not effective. Wouldn't even hit him. <laughs> right. And then eruption would uh, he would resist eruption. He would resist eruption. Who knows? I don't know what else he has. I just Those realized that. Because I have... The only three that I saw. Because I wonder... Because I might have a Dark Terra... I wonder if I've got a Dark Terra... Uh... Gyarados. From when they did that Gyarados and Gengar event. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I've got a Dark Gyarados for that event, too. I might. I might have to look into that. I might have to train one of those up. Because you said eruption is physical. So, EV train. I might just... I might be uh, EV training max special defense... <laughs> max defense on both sides. Max spadef and max def. So, eruption is a... Special? special attack. Is it? it is a special attack. So it feels like a regular attack because you get hit with balls of rocks that are on fire. So it is special. 
it is a special attack. Okay. But I still think Gyarados... Gyarados might be... I don't Gyarados know might I'm, be a good one. Because I think you can, you can learn him Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. With Dark type. Yeah. It could be good. I didn't even think about I think that. I think if I was a if I had Well, see that's the problem with my little fish. Fish is he makes he lowers the special defense of everybody around him by 25%. So you can't really use him in a team battle. Oh, really? You can't have somebody support you because now eruption which is 150 power yeah. Is, you know, now you're 25% weaker to it. Uh, but maybe if I could teach myself whatever that psychic move is that we were talking about earlier. Really? One light screen? Two, yeah, light screen or reflect, one of the two. Um, maybe be able to solo. I don't know. We'll see. I might. Something else. <clears throat> I might just do some, uh, like. If I even get time this weekend to do it, I'm pretty busy this weekend. I might have to wait. I might have to work on something this this week and wait for the the comeback. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not ready. So. Oh, what else is going on? Did you watch the new uh, Tears of the Kingdom trailer that dropped this week? I did not. I, I saw either. that it dropped, um, but I also saw wasn't it a leak? It wasn't supposed to drop. And no, that was the final. Spoiler. That was the final advertise. That was like the final trailer push. Okay. Because we're like thirty days away from the game coming out. Okay. So I think that's like the final, like advertising. Like we won't get anything else before the game I, is released. I think I'm just going to avoid watching any more well, trailers, and I I'm just going to enjoy it. This last trailer was mostly, like, story stuff. So I think some of the Guardian. I didn't watch it, but I heard some of, like, the Guardian, like, the, the four Guardians that you helped in the last game kind of make an appearance. I, I heard a certain enemy makes an appearance in this, in the trailer. That hasn't okay. that wasn't in the last game, but it's been in most of the games. Ooh, now I'm intrigued. Um, I don't want to ruin too much if you don't want to know, because I'm going off what I've heard. Right. Um, and it kind of explains a little bit of Link's wonky arm. Okay. I'm like, eh, do I really want to know this ahead of time? I I I heard somebody talking about it, so I kind of know a little bit. But I haven't watched it. Right. So. I didn't beat the other game. So I'm just. I think I'm still going to get this game and play it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get it. Did you beat the first one? Yes. Okay. Yep. I, I got all the way. I did all of the Titans. I did all the Titans except for the Sky Titan. I'm getting really tempted. To uh, what day does that release? May twelfth. Is that what it is? All my sources are telling me. I don't know what day that is. But um, 
getting tempted to take the next day off so I can. So that's a Friday. So that means there's going to be some kind of special event, like a midnight release on the 11th. I might actually just take the 12th off just to get a full day of playing it and make sure I get it as soon as possible. You need to I've never done I've never done that before for a game taking a day off of work. But you still do it all the time. I might do it. I've never done it before. It feels it, this feels right. This feels like the time to do it. <clears throat> don't be like I used to be and don't take that day off work and still go to the midnight release. Go home and play it for a couple hours, and then try to go into work that morning. I've done that before. I'm too old for that now. Huh? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm too old for that. But yeah, I remember I used to do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Or, or I can't remember what game it was. Uh, it was one of the. It might have been one of the Halos back in the day. God, it can't be that one. There was one of them that I did a midnight release. Went home, played it, al- like almost beat the game. Didn't even go to sleep and just went to work. <laughs> just wired. Like, no, just where's dead. that piston? <laughs> where's that uh, lubrication? I remember, I'm <laughs> trying to remember what game that would have been. I don't even remember. Might have been one of the Mass Effects. I don't know. We did. I did all the midnight releases back in the day. They're just not yeah. a. They're, it, it's not that popular anymore. I don't even didn't even know they did midnight releases still. So, you got any breaking news? I honestly don't. I have no breaking uh, news today, sir. No breaking news other than seven star typhlosions out, and I'm struggling. Uh, have you have you heard anything on the? Uh, Coming down the pipe? Anything? No, I am no. No. Hey, we don't have anything at all. I mean, I felt like if I would have known you didn't have anything, I could have probably Okay, I, how about this? I'll give you one thing. Um so apparently Lizzo, you know Lizzo, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> well, Lizzo was so Nickelback, you know, everybody hates Nickelback. Everybody hates Nickelback. But Lizzo, if it just like came to their aid when they were in a winter beef and was basically just, hey, she said, Nickelback gets way too much S. And uh, that just, that. Chad Kroger and Nickelback, that just sent them over the top, and they were just like, Lizzo, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, And it's just, it happened a while back, but it's kind of just now getting popular for some reason. Like, oh, you mean you support Nickelback? But she's a Nickelback fan. Nickelback appreciates her for coming to to their side. That's basically about the best breaking news I'm going to I actually have breaking news. Oh, snap. All right. Let's, I, let's I do. Some... I forgot about this one. Let's, let's go. Let's get some real breaking news. Unofficially official. Dan Snyder agrees to a $6.05 billion sale of the Washington Commanders. 
Whoa, he's giving it up? Sold it. Unofficial. Who, who's buying it unofficially? The greatest. The greatest sports owner of all time. Jerry Jones is buying the Washington Commanders? Magic Johnson. No. A group led what? by... Uh, not, He's not, on the wrong... That's the opposite coast. A group led by Josh Harris and Michael Rails that includes Magic Johnson has an agreement in principle to buy the team for a record $6.05 billion. Uh, uh. Trying to, so I know he's got something involved with the Lakers, and I know he's got something he, in with the Dodgers. So I Matt, maybe he maybe he doesn't have a football interest. Maybe no, he has no football. He, this will be the first time he's entering ownership in uh, football. I, I I read an article okay. the other day that said that he's won a championship in ownership championship in basketball, soccer, like. I think he he owned like an MLS team and a Premier League team or something like that. Uh, he's had ownership in baseball, WNBA, and I think he even held some weird stuff in hockey, where they're saying that the only sport that he has not won owned and won a championship in is football. And he came to the perfect organization, the Washington <laughs> Commanders. I think I want to say Harris. Um, what's what was his name again? Josh Harris. He co-owns the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers and the New Jersey Devils. And then he, oh, and he owned a piece of the Pittsburgh Steelers a long time ago. Has owned. Uh, this is uh, uh, Ma- uh, Magic Johnson owns uh, owns part of the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, this will be the largest sale, like most, like price wise, of a professional sports team in history. And Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder will walk away a very rich man. Very rich, racist man. Uh, no, sexist, not racist. Oh, sexist. Or both. He, Depends on a, who you ask. Let, let, hey, can can we agree trash human? We'll go with that one, yeah. yeah. A very rich trash human. I I, I don't remember. I, I remember at one point I'd seen the number that he bought the team for. And I don't remember. They're saying that he... He's like quadrupling his money from what he like I don't think he spent a B on it the first time kind of situation. Right. Cause he bought I think he bought the team in 
I want to say he bought the team in... Oh, he bought the team in 99 for $750 million. $750 million, and now it's $6 billion. 6.05. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't been good since he bought the team. <clears throat> we were kind of in decline when he bought the team, but that's why he got it so cheap. I think the original owner died around that time or something like that. Maybe. Speaking of owners, um, so we kind of had a spur-of-the-moment basketball WNBA draft drop. Should we release that to everyone and let them know that it's going on? What happened? So the WNBA dra uh, draft is coming up. Sunday. After <clears throat> day before this releases, yes. Should we announce that to the world or just let the people... Because it, it was brought to my attention that not everybody that, knows that. And asking that question, I think you have announced it to the world. Because you came, to, you, you came to me and said you didn't know that it was a thing. I didn't realize it was that... I didn't realize that we were... I always and I thought, the wasn't, wasn't Sydney in this league? Say no. No. No? She was no? in baseball. Okay. Okay. So that, that, she was my main concern. So, then I think we're safe. Who, who got removed to let Alex in? Uh, Did he just replace uh, Caleb? And all no, I mean, he just got added. Did we have an uneven amount in this league then? I think we do now. No, it's uh, we do now. Don't okay. I, I I'm not looking at me. Yes, we do. Okay. So who's all in? I'm gonna I'm gonna tag all of them in this basketball. Thing. Well, there's me, you, Kelly, the twins. Well, I won't mention everybody's names. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to say their names. We know the twins. Uh, me, you, Big Red. Well, you got the you got the Atlanta. You got the buttery popcorn, the Clueless Wonders, uh, the Flint, Michigan Strike. I'm not gonna say all these completely because uh, some of these are a little bit inappropriate <laughs> for a family show. Uh, Chancy, my Donut oh, City yeah. Dunkers. Fancy, yeah. And, uh, the deep. I miss. I'm missing one. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Me and you are seven and eight. Um, oh, oh, the, the new one. Yeah. The stumpets. He's not even in it. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday night. Eight o'clock, right? Are, We're are, doing it. Yeah. Yeah, we can edit all of this out. This is boring, so nobody cares about this. Nobody's gonna listen anyway. Um, are you fair, gonna random? Are you gonna randomize draft order tomorrow night and drop it in? Oh there? yeah, yeah. You might want to text me, or I'll do it right before because I've totally forgot to do. 
Because uh, I need you to randomize it, but make sure... Like, if you record to randomize, and I'm not one of the first two pick, first two, I need you to just delete that and hit the re and record it again. Until I am random <laughs> randomly one of the first two. Nah. We'll see. I'm hoping I'm one of the... I'm hoping you are dead last, so you don't get who you want. I've already I got... I've got, I've got a plan in place. I'm kind of hoping that I get... I I just don't know. I don't know who I'm going to go with. I'm kind of looking at Brittany because, you know, she's been in prison in Russia for like a year and is probably just ready to crush. You know, just excited for that. Jeez. I wish Tulsa still had a team so I could go watch her play. She's a, she's a ways down on the draft order. Make you a deal. People don't know what to think. Make you a deal. Okay. If you're one of the top two and I'm down at the very bottom, you pick who I want and I'll pick who you want and we'll make a trade. So, okay, so here's the deal. It, but here's the deal. You have to get... If you don't get Brittany, the deal's off. Oh, that's fair. I'm okay with that. So, I, who I, want. I, I would do that deal if you tell me who you want right now, live at the time on this show. Tell me who you want me to grab. And if you grab Brittany after me, we'll do that trade. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu. I had her last year. Sabrina I Okay. She it's carried a deal. my team. It's a deal. I will trade you Sabrina Ionescu for Brittany Griner. Griner's showing right here the 11th best on the board. Okay. And I don't I think will we go. have 11. One, two, three. I'd have to pick her a little early, but I, you know David's going to freaking. <laughs> out of left field. Wait. Sabrina Ionescu plays left field? That's just, we're in the wrong fantasy sports, sir. No, David plays in left field. Oh, David plays in left field. Okay. Let's talk about some fantasy baseball. Um, okay. Can we talk about how much pitchers suck this year? You know, I heard a story today that um, it's climate change. Climate no. change is... <laughs> is, it, is no, this, this is... Dead serious, yeah. If you look in the last 10 years, scientists are saying that the increased efficiency in batters in Major League Baseball is due to climate change. And the so, ability for defenses to shift and the pitch clock. <laughs> but what the, scientists, but what the scientists said climate change. The scientists said climate change. Yeah, but the uh, analysts are saying... Analysts, who cares about rules, Man, sir? Rule, thought... Rules don't affect how you play the game. The weather does. Is it a little crisp? Are you going to knock out a home run today that you wouldn't knock out normally? All right. My batters did 32 points, and I didn't even have all of them play. I might cut Mike Trout if it'll let me. This guy's a bum. He's not even on the undroppable list. So he's obviously not that good this year.
Trout is not on the undroppable list. Yeah. I'll say he's averaging 3.3, but that's like, because he's only played like four games this year. No, he's played more than that, but he's just, he, I guess he's quietly decent. He's just not lighting it up like he has in the past. Yeah, but uh, from what I understand, now that the defenses can't shift, like the outfield, like if there's like a, if there's like a left left field pull hitter that only can hit to the left field, defenses can't shift over anymore. So you can't like load one side of the field and like intimidate a batter to head a pop fly. If you're a right fielder, you have to stay in right field. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. So there's no defensive strategy anymore. Plus, um, the pitch clock, I guess, is speeding games up. But it's also not allowing pitchers to really rest, I guess, rest between pitches as much. So they're throwing a lot more consistent. That is true. So uh, it, it, it just... Seems like last season in fantasy, it was guaranteed that the top pitchers were scoring double digits and just crushing everyone. Right. But now it just seems like every game I see is just high scoring. Runs are there. Baseball has a runs issue. Like they eat a bunch of tacos. And they're just some soggy tacos. Yeah, all of them. Yep. WNBA. And I, I uh, picked up a pitcher from the Yankees yesterday, and the yep. Yankees lost that day eleven to one, and he had a negative twenty four points. Oh my god! Like Yankee. Oh, um, the pitcher from today that I got got negative three. Game's not over yet, but I guess oh, he's God. not in. Looks like the the it looks like Kansas City's gonna lose ten to three. It's like, what's going That's on great. here? All the runs. Yeah, yeah Atlanta scored ten on KC today. I'm actually went nope. Nope, just... What the heck happened? Did he just score some more points? I'm about to go... Oh, I'm going to start the season 0-2. <laughs> Plenty of time, sir. And I'll probably get, like, you next week. Plenty of time. Don't worry about it, sir. No, no. I, 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 get, I, get, I get a... Well, I like to say an easy team, but... Nothing comes easy for me in baseball. Hey, you know what was easy? What? Retro movie. I hit the wrong button. Almost. We almost had it. I tried to quickly. It, 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 <laughs> it, it's a it's a two button hotkey on my, and I hit control instead of shift, so it changed my. But my, yes. Drop dread 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 dread
drop dead, Fred. We said it. This, you thought I said something else. This movie... So I had only seen this movie once ever. Yeah. Years ago. My wife tried to argue with that, but I haven't seen this movie in a very long time. I, don't, I didn't remember anything about this movie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Watching it yep. was almost like for the first time. Uh, now, the main guy, the guy that plays Drop Dead Fred, Rick Mayall, I love yeah. him as an actor. He is awesome. Problem is, he's just not in very much thing. Not in very much. Right. Do you recognize him at all from anything? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he, outside of, uh, he, he did... Uh, British comedy clubs, and he was in a couple British TV series in the 80s and 90s. But I don't think he's done anything of note in years. Oh, never mind. I forget. He died in 14. Oh, gosh. You're, like, ripping this guy. He hasn't pulled anything out. What is he, a slacker? Oh, he's been dead for 20 Okay. He... But I don't think he really did much past, you know, the, I'm trying to think, of, I'm trying to figure out, <coughs> trying to look, see, because <coughs> he was just, he, he, he did, like I said, he did uh, TV shows. Like the the newest thing he did was ninety nine maybe. Oh, he was in a TV series from twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I think the show may have went to seventeen. I don't really know. Maybe. But yeah, he was in, he he was uh he was one of the four main characters in one of my favorite sitcom like sitcoms from the 80s called The Young Ones that nobody knows about. What do you think about the movie? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It was very very interesting. I didn't know what direction it was going. Was it real? Was she crazy? Yes. And yes. (laughs) That other, the guy that she was into, Mickey, he was totally crazy, but in a good way. Was she into him? Or is he, he into was, her? He was into her. Okay. But I don't know. I think she kind of liked him. She was just also, like, she was in love with the idea of her husband. Women. So stupid. <laughs> the, the, the movie was just kind of... I don't know. It's kind of hard to... The way she was treated in the movie was like, come on now. Right. But it makes sense because, you know, women that are treated that way by their parents often go to men that treat them that way. And I mean, it it tracked. It tracked. Hmm. That's interesting. The uh the actress that played her as a little girl is the same age as, as, as close to our age. Oh, really? 
She's about she's actually right around a year younger than than I am. All right. Interesting. Crazy. Does she play anything now? No, not really. I think she she was in some. She had she had some roles as like that age, like the young child. That I'm trying to think of what which one. She was in Aliens in the Attic. She, in 09. If you remember that Never. movie. Nope. I think of, there was another movie that I remember her from, but not seeing it on here. Um what about what about Carrie Fisher? What do you think about her role? That was weird. She was old looking. But that's an older movie, so I didn't it I wasn't computing. <laughs> it was ninety one. Yeah, but she, she like she she looked older in ninety one than she did like fifteen years ago. Like oh. Carrie Fisher, right before she died, looked younger than nineteen ninety one Carrie Fisher. I thought she looked good in this movie, though. It was weird to me. I mean, she did seventy. Let's see, her eighty three was the last of the Star Wars movie she did. Yeah, so that's just nine years. Mm-hmm. Or eight. Eight years. It looked like she aged 30 years in the eight years between the last Star Wars <laughs> and that movie. It, there, it, it messed with my mind, sir. There Maybe were movies it was she was in... There were some other movies that she was in in the, you know, in the early 2000s that she looked way worse than this. I haven't seen those. I can't, I'm trying to remember what movie she was in. A movie she was like in a short cameo in a movie in the early 2000s, and I can't remember. She was in Jay and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Okay, for like one scene in 2001. That's the one I was thinking of. But. This movie is a bit more raunchy than I remembered it being. A little bit more language than I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that opening scene with that little girl was like, <laughs> well, that's a pilot. And I'm just like, so that's how this movie's going to go. <laughs> yeah, let's, set the, let's set the tone early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of those four-year-olds. But we'll get into all that stuff. Europe, but let's jump into some critic stuff. Um, nineteen critics out of a hundred. I I can't see them liking this. Um, I'm gonna say forty six. You were right in them not liking it. They liked it a lot less than what you thought. Twenty five. Oh man. Oh. Now, 12 users out of 10. Are you kidding me? 12 users? That's so tough. Um, well, I think it's going to be 50-50, but shade in the side. I'm going to say a 6.1. A little bit lower, 5.1. Ugh. Okay. You were close. Yeah. Um... 
I would say that's a director I've never heard of before. At eight? De Jong? <laughs> you ate the Jong? Something like that. I don't know. Moving that on. Like a, that's a prank call. So, I'm looking for an eight de Jong. <laughs> <laughs> so, critics got one positive, six mixed, 12 negative. Users Ooh. had four positive, three mixed, four, five negative. So, the top review from the Orlando Sentinel. Oh, those Orlandians. Okay. Yeah. Gave it a 70. I had fun watching Drop Dead Fred, but I want to take special care to not raise expectations unrealistically by overpraising it. The movie is no comic masterpiece, but it is consistently amazing in a way that sometimes reminded me of a kitty picture and at other times a more sophisticated comedy. More sophisticated? Disagree. That opening scene was totally like a 90s opening for like Saturday morning cartoons. Like, I'll, it was it was hitting me all, in all the right, you know, feels. I was like, oh, I, I remember these kind of openings. All right, I had to do some digging, but we found it. Your favorite chronicle. Yeah! I gave it a 30. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we need to find a way to get sponsored by them. <laughs> like we just read your reviews. Uh, gave it a thirty. Somewhere between conception and execution, the movie turned sour, and most of the cuteness was replaced with venom and malice. Yeah. Chicago Tribune. Gave it a zero. Ooh. This is easily easily one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> Entertainment. Never heard of them. Gave it a zero. As the naughty ghost pal of Phoebe Gate, Cates, which was the main girl, an obnoxious British actor named Rick Mayall is like Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice without the juice. In Drop Dead Fred, all he does is smash and spill things and say many, many putty words. So. Hey, they didn't like it. More than one zero, even. Did you? The San Francisco Chronicle gave it a twenty-five and said, "Build as a comedy, it's draped over dreary gags and irritating manic overreacting on the part, overreacting, on the part of its co-star, British comic actor Rick Mail. Don't besmirk his name." Like, to say it was his greatest movie? Because he didn't make many movies. He did TV shows. He did he did TV comedies. <sighs> so. Everybody just comparing it to Beetlejuice at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
I love it. It, it did have that kind of that weird. Uh, every now and then you get like a Tim Burton. Like, a little bit. Like, did was this guy influenced by him a little bit? Like I could. Every now and then I'd get a. I don't think so. It, I. Because I've watched like, I've watched <coughs> several of his series, like uh, British comedy series. There's a lot of that slapstick British 80s humor in this. Kind of what, almost like dry humor, that British humor. So I think a lot of the yeah. American publications just was like, yeah, we don't get, we don't understand how this is funny. Right. Um, let's know what comes since media has to say. I saw who was doing this one, so. You did? I'm you did? Curious. Okay. It's our buddy Bri Bri. It is. <laughs> I think Costello, you got it. I'm curious. I, I want to know where he's got to go with this. So, uh, Bri Bri gives it a three out of five. It says slapstick '90s comedy is filled with crass humor. We had uh, five parent reviews give it a four out of five for ten and older, and this one really surprised me. Fourteen kids. Gave it a three out of five for eleven and older. I don't know that I've ever seen the kids give it a lower score than the parents. <laughs> what the parents give it? The parents gave it a four out of five for ten and older. Okay. And the kids gave it one less star, which I've never seen, and gave it one year older, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. So both of those happen at the same time. It's that's really interesting to me. I don't know if I I don't I just don't know if that's the age I'd want to be watching this movie. Right. I mean, other than the language, if you can kind of get away from that, there really wasn't a whole lot of stuff, I didn't think, in terms of, uh, you know, violence. Bad behaviors. Yeah, kind of. But it was always somebody else doing the bad stuff. It really wasn't a kid. True. Unless your kid's got a really good imagination, then you're in trouble. True. Uh, positive. What do you think about positive messages? What did Bri Bri say about positive? Not presence. He said one. He said, in its own way, this movie shows the importance of having an active imagination in childhood and beyond. That's not part of this category. Go on. I don't don't think so at all. Uh, Positive role models. What do you think about that one? I, I, I would say... Not present, but I guarantee he put the same thing and put a one. You are right, and I would agree with you. Uh, He said, while the film definitely encourages a whole slew of bad behaviors, Elizabeth does learn to accept who she is and to stand up to those who have been mean to her. That's a tough one. Violence and scariness. Let's Say three. Yeah, three. Yep. Cartoonish violence involving an imaginary friend who engages in numerous instances of slapstick pratfalls. A woman is knocked unconscious after being hit in the head with a frying pan. There was a mm-hmm. lot more than that, but okay, fair. How about this one? This one's pretty interesting. It, I, oh, that's all he said about that. Thought. That was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Everything that happened in there, it was 
Yeah, that was it. Okay. Pratfall and hit the head with the frying pan. Three out of Fair five. Enough. Um. So, sex, romance, and nudity. Two. He says three. Oh, I forgot. It, I I forgot about the toga scene. Yep, he that does mention have, the that toga. That would me up another one. That was so, hilarious. But go on. He, he said an imaginary friend looks up women's skirts in two oh. scenes. In the first scene, while looking up the skirt of an older woman, he exclaims, cobwebs! Yeah. In the second scene, while looking up the skirt of an attractive younger woman, he exclaims, no panties! Yep. There's also a reference to people doing it like pigeons. <laughs> You're not stomping on her head. <laughs> and at a fancy party, a bodybuilder server has his toga removed, exposing his naked buttocks. Come and on. then... During a business meeting, a woman yells that she only gets to shtup a married man in the room once a month. Yeah. I looked at my so. wife in the, t- the with the bodybuilder. I laughed so hard at that scene because, uh, come on, what have you not done the same thing? In that, like, just walk, like, pink. Like, he, like, pulled, like, one thing and the guy went naked. And then, of course, he blamed it on her because she she had the grape. You do. Forgot about that. Uh, language. What do you think about this one? Not the worst I've heard. How about a three? He gave it Bri- a Bri- Bri- Bri said two. Wait, what? He said occasional profanity. No, the S word, pee off, hell, the B word. Early in the movie, after hearing a bedtime story, a young girl exclaims, what a pile of S. And that's all he says about it. There were no F-bombs. There were no F-bombs. But the like, fact that the language kept coming from little kids. That true. That, that too. And around. Well, I guess not. I don't count that around. But uh, there was one scene where it he like was going to say an F-bomb and, like, swerved away from it. I don't remember where it was, but... I think I vaguely remember that, yeah. Uh, uh here's another one. Uh, products and purchases. God, I don't... I wasn't paying attention to any of them, so I... Why do I think he gave it a three? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Um, he actually gave it a not present. That was fair. Did he... Did he explain himself? No. But I saw I I saw I saw Oreos and General Electric pretty front and center, so I I would have thought he would have given it something, but you know. This maybe because there were no action figures made. It wasn't based on a book. He was the, the the one guy was selling Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There's a dealership. I mean, I wanted to go buy one. Uh, what do you think about drinking drugs and smoking? Why do I have a feeling there was some, but I don't remember any? Oh, they were drink the wine. T- so, uh, two. He does give it a two. Yeah, he says one of the main characters smokes cigarettes, and the characters drink wine at a party. Which one smokes cigarettes? Oh, Car- don't remember. Uh, 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 the best friend, Carrie Fisher's character. 
Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so what... Do what? I was going to say, what parents need to know? Parents need to know that Drop Dead Fred is a 1991 slapstick comedy about a newly separated woman who has brought her mischievous imaginary childhood friend back to life. As a goofy comedy, there are numerous moments of cartoonish violence. Much of the comedy is inappropriate for younger viewers. Fred smearing dog excrement on a spotless white rug, or Fred picking his nose and wiping it on others' faces, for instance. But overall, despite these scenes and some of the language and sexual content, like Fred looking up skirts and a bare male bottom, this is a charmingly dated slice of early 90s silliness that could resonate for teens and adults who had imaginary friends when they were younger. Which is something I never had. Did you ever have an imaginary friend? No, no, no. I never did either. I, I just thought that was something that they made up for TV. Um, so this is a this is a funny adult review from a parent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they gave it a four out of five for eight and older. <laughs> and so remember, this is, a, this is a parent. I saw this really young, like five or so. But I found Fred so funny, I would only watch it for Fred and nothing else. I didn't care about the storyline because that didn't make sense to me. I never took the ideas from Fred, though. Years later, I forgot about this movie, and my mom asked if I still remember it. I'm 15 at this point, so we watched it, immediately remembered. But while I was watching it, I still thought it was funny. Still didn't see anything wrong with it. The more I watched as I grew, the more I understood it. Man, it's a little dirty. I think I get the whole thing. I'm 20. Still watch it once in a while when I need a good laugh. Fred is just the only reason I watch it. Everything else I can care less about. LOL. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's a 20-year-old parent. Um, and then here's here's one from a read one from a 15-year-old kid. Take gave it a the last one a 15-year-old kid. But move on. <laughs> well, they they were 15 at one point. Uh, but this all? one this one uh, KDQ says Five out of five for seven and older. Get on it. This this movie does not deserve the amount of hate it's given. I absolutely adore this movie and Rick Myall. I grew up watching this and it holds so much sentimental value for me. Many people will say there's too much swearing, that it's not funny, and that it's too inappropriate for their kids. But they obviously haven't looked past some of the language and watched the actual film. Fred is a little wild, but that's the point. Things like that appeal to kids, and if you weren't so uptight, you would get a laugh out of it as well. This movie genuinely has great messages in it. Lizzie tries to change herself to please everyone around her because she grew up with a borderline, emotionally abusive mother. Her sense of self-worth is gone, but with Fred's help, she eventually learns to love herself and stand up to the people keeping her down. Sure, there's a bit of toilet humor. You can't help but accept the movie is sweet and heartwarming. And then we'll, and then here's the very next review from a 13-year-old. Gave it a 1 out of 5. Drop Dead Fred. A ugly, filled, disturbing movie that doesn't even know what message it's trying to tell and who to tell it to. That's it. That's fair. So, you had one person that just thinks it's like the best thing ever and then you had the next one's like, this is the worst thing ever. Sounds about right. Hey, um... So, I, I figured something out though. Okay. Charles, the one, her husband. I try. Yeah. I figured out where. I, what other movie I recognize him from. 
Oh, yeah, I was trying to... I couldn't remember where I recognized him from either. He was Chris Farley's brother in Black Sheep. The senator. Okay, okay. He's been in a lot of other stuff, but that's the movie... He just plays that e-bag role, then. Yeah. He was in Yours, Mine, Ours. One of those punchable faces. He voiced Johnny Quest in the 64-65 Johnny Quest animated series. Oh, those were great. I miss those. Um, he's been in a lot of there's been a lot of westerns from the seventies. But yeah, I remember him from Black Sheep. Yeah, that's probably where I remember him. He he was the older brother. So, moving on, put that movie in the past. Yep, I know. Let's move to another movie that the main girl from Drop Dead Fred was in, that she's also in. Okay. Let's do Gremlins. Gremlins. Okay. Let's do it. Isn't that a Christmas movie, though? Shouldn't we wait a few months for that? It's about about as Christmas as uh, Die Hard. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, I think it happens around Christmas. It's, uh, it's on Tubi. HBO Max. That's, that, that's what this was on. I had it on. I had Drop Dead Fred on, on DVD. You had it on Blu ray. So fancy. So. Let's do Gremlins. So, okay. One of those movies that haven't really... You don't really see much of... Well, yeah. You don't really... See, it's been a long time since I've seen this. This is a 1984. So. 80, that, wow, okay. I do, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, uh... Phoebe Kate Kate Kate's from Drop Dead Fred. She was she's also in Gremlins. Okay, so always try to find some connections to back to back to back to back movies. Yeah, so that's our shtick. I like it. Did I send Gremlin? What? Did I send you any music this week? I don't think you did. I you didn't. The last thing I got was uh, Poison Arrows. Was Oh, I didn't send you... I sent my wife that one. Never mind. Rude. Uh, I wasn't sure if it would be something you'd like. You never know. I like a lot of stuff, sir. Uh, I I got a... You, uh, a guy that I follow on YouTube uh, dropped a bass. He, he does... Uh, Low end bass singing. Okay. And he uh, he did he did Man of Constant Sorrow from A Brother Where Art Thou. That is a good one. See, I would like that. Here, I'll send it to you real quick. You can watch it later. His name is uh, Jeff Castellacia. I can't pronounce his last name, but uh, he he does he did. Uh, yeah. 
Jeff with a J or G E G E O F F Jeff Fafa Fafa. But he he's done some. I've seen him do some Lord of the Rings stuff. And his his production quality on his music videos is on point. Because a lot of time it's like he he'll sing. Uh. Like four versions, it, 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 you'll see like four versions of him on screen at once, standing beside each other. Oh, he's one of those guys. Okay, yeah, yeah I like. That. Who knows? I might have seen him before. You probably have. Uh, the one of the one that he did uh, across the misty mountain cold, or what from the Hobbit, the song that they sing in 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 the first Hobbit. Uh, there's like. Two version, two versions of him in the video are like sitting down in a chair, and he's like looking at himself. The, their editing is very well. So, well, what else? There's other music I was gonna ask you about today. God, I need to start writing this stuff down. But you got anything else? I don't think so, sir. I think we're good to call it. What are we calling it? We're going to call it. Do I make that joke every week? Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Um, help us out by going to Spotify. That's our our podcast. Got uh, We used to use Anchor.fm, and it actually got bought out by Spotify. And oh, really? how, we mo- how we monetize is different now that Spotify owns <laughs> I it. I did not realize this. Yes, and um, so now we really need some help with some Spotify listeners. So if you to... if you listen on if you have a podcast, go to Spotify and listen to us through there. If you're on YouTube, keep watching us on YouTube. But if you listen to us and you listen also on Spotify, we're on everything. But um, yeah, Spotify that's gonna help us out. All right. Well, I think that's where we're gonna call it there. Bye. <laughs>